Back at it again, baby. We're here. We here, dog. We're here. We here, dog. We're here. You know what I'm saying? We here. We're here. Niggas don't even know we out here. We're in, so here. In these streets. We out here just drinking the beer for the people. You know what I'm saying? We're out here and we're in here. We're out here. We out here. Hold on. Let me adjust my mic. Let niggas know we out here. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That look good, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We out here, dog. I'm in here. We out here. We out here drinking that good shit. You know what I'm saying? No. Okay. Glad to have you back. Thank you. I was in Scotland. You were? Yeah. Again. Again. For the third time. Fucking all the time. Can't get enough of Scotland. Yeah. It's a nice place. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's a what? 13-hour flight? No, no, it's not that long. It's just like oh, it's uh, no, it's like nine hours. Oh, shit! Nine hours, thirteen hours. <laughs> once you get past the fucking work day of Wait, being, yeah, on yeah a I was plane. gonna say once you get past about six hours, yeah, it's, like, it's you're all just, the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you can't go to sleep, which you can't, I can't. I can't do it on a plane. It, it's torture. Yeah. It's fucking torture. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I know that I've I've been on flights very rarely where I I haven't been able to go to sleep, and they've been like three or four hour flights, and and it's it's torture. It's yeah. torture if you can't think of something to, like, occupy your mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, luckily, I have a Nintendo Switch, hey. which definitely helps. But, you know, like, honestly, doing anything for more than two hours in my book yeah. straight. Well, just uh, just sitting somewhere and doing that one thing. Yeah. It's one thing if, like, you can just you can get up. Well, yeah. If, if you're and, home and you sit on the couch, you get up, right. go to the bathroom, go to the fridge, get something to eat, yeah. you know, whatever. Like, shit, I can play The Witcher for five hours straight. But, True. But, like, I'm obviously up, getting up, walking around, right. stretching my legs. Imagine if those five hours were spent sitting on your ass. Yeah. In, like, a, a, in a box. In yeah. the sky. <laughs> yeah. With some fat oh, piece that of shit All that big bus in the sky. Fucking Motherfucker. Also known as planes. But you know what, though? You brought back something delicious for the podcast. And I'm super excited to drink it. So let me just break it down for the people. I want to read their description because it's pretty, pretty tasty. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ready for this? I'm ready. This is from the Brew Dog Brewing Company. This is the Elvis Juice. All right. Uh -huh. 6.5 ABV. It is an American IPA with a bitter edge that will push your citrus tolerance to the brink and back. <sighs> a caramel malt base supports a full frontal citrus overload. Grapefruit peel piled on top of intense American aroma hops, rounded out with waves of crashing pine, orange, and more grapefruit. Watch out now. That sounds like a lot. That's intense. This is a grapefruit-infused IPA. That's it is. like the, the full description of it. Yeah. So... Um, I was lucky enough to enjoy it uh, at at the source. Did you have it on draft? I did have it on draft. Well, mm -hmm. oh, oh. So uh, let's just get right into this, baby. Uh, I think that we're gonna have a good time tonight. We should. We always do. We can try. This is the One Baron Podcast. Ooh. Oh, I like that.
So my sister, who you guys will have heard or will hear, yeah, on a on a special episode of the One Baron Podcast. Um, <clears throat> so Adam, obviously, he went out of town, and uh, um, so this is this will be one eighty. I guess we'll just flip the order. Hell if I know, man. <laughs> uh, I'm anyway, still jet lagged. Don't talk to me. After this episode premieres, listen to this, like, share, and subscribe, do all that jazz. And then a couple days after that, we will put out the episode of just me and my dearest sister, Naladi. She came on in mm-hmm. uh, in Obi Stead. Mm-hmm. She's been on before. She if, has. If, but if there have been a long time listeners, they've, uh, they've you heard, will have her. heard her. Yes. Right. She's been on a couple of times, but it's always been like, group things like she was she'll, on, she'll pop in every once in a while yeah she's she's popped up uh i think she, she was on the episode 100 with ellie was on there and yeah shit we had like the whole fucking i should mention there. who i went to go see in scotland yes yes that is who you went to see i sure i did. think most people probably connected those dots probably. but yeah it's probably yeah. good to yeah. say that yeah. anyway she listens that's right that's right yeah. i'm sure she does yeah um so yeah uh, she, 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 me and her, we, we, we chopped it up. It was really fun. So definitely listen to that after you listen to this. Mm-hmm. I think you guys will be entertained. Oh, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna judge. Go ahead. I, I think we, I think we, I think we got a good one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think we got a good okay. one. So, um, but yeah. So you, you went up there. You came back. You mm-hmm. brought this, this, this demon juice. Mm-hmm. This Elvis juice with you. Um, yeah. But you had it. You had it on draft when you were up there because you get you went straight to BrewDog. Yeah, we went to BrewDog. They actually have a good amount over there too. It's not just like one brewery. They've yeah. actually opened up a few like uh, brew houses and uh, restaurants. So I think it's it's becoming pretty popular. I think they've added a couple since I've even been the second time. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah. I'm into BrewDog. Nice, nice, nice. nice, uh, nice. But yeah, no, is, it's is, is it like is it one of their bigger, um local breweries i mean I, I like you just said that they're expanding but is it like something that like everybody's like yeah you got to go to brew dog i think so i think most people know them if not for the or beer you've got to go to brew dog <laughs> yes boy sure we're gonna go, go to, to brew dog um if not for the beer they know them as just like a restaurant chain essentially like they're starting to like get to that level where there's uh, there's enough around that you know you can go to basically i don't know any major city which there are like two <laughs> in scotland yeah um uh and there will be at least a couple that you can go to yeah so uh, i mean i i like it I, I think they're they have some solid beers obviously it's it's still a different culture over there we've been over this like i think the first couple times i've been yeah, there yeah, it's been like where it's it's just a different um different beer culture different drinking culture in general yeah um where a lot of the beers are much lower abv <clears throat> something i've actually seen over there a lot that uh, i found interesting is they have a large selection of non-alcoholic beers that's a strange thing yeah yeah so uh, like BrewDog has a special non-alcoholic beer that they they brew special, and then is uh, it special? I, I, don't, I didn't have it. <laughs> what, what are you stupid? To pay for a non-alcoholic <laughs> beer? You crazy? But that's what I'm saying. That's the that's the whole. I don't get it. What I think it is is, and mind you, this could be complete bullshit. But I'm just you know, I'm uh, I'm making some assumptions here, some logical leaps. But that's what we do. I think it makes sense in my mind, at least. Why I think there there are so many non-alcoholic options is because they're so strict about drinking and driving. 
So I think they have those there for people who are the DD who don't want to like just have a water all night. Yeah. And it's just another option. So you don't have to get like a water or a juice or a soda. You know, you can get a, a I'm using air quotes, beer, but it's not alcohol, uh, non alcoholic beer. Ugh. Uh, so yeah, I think that's just part of the, another symptom of the, the culture there overall. Um, that's like, um, it's just a, it's a strange, I never understood the concept of things like that. Like decaf coffee. coffee. Yeah. I never got that. My dad drinks decaf. I know why he drinks it because he likes the taste of coffee. But doesn't want to be wired. Well, the caffeine he's, you know, he's got bad heart. Okay. So the caffeine, you know. He can't, he can't drink the caffeine. Well, that's like a... I feel like that's a very special circumstance. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I if I suddenly came down with, you know, some, some medical condition that le- made it so I couldn't have much caffeine, uh-huh. I'd drink decaf. Right. Because I, I would miss coffee. Right. Exactly. Know? Very, very specific thing that, like, you know, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I never questioned my dad. I wouldn't question my dad, but... <laughs> You'll beat your ass. <laughs> I don't question that. But with other people who are just like, I prefer decaf. Ew. No. Why? Drink tea. Yeah. Who, I mean, look, it's taken me a while, but I can, I think I can officially call myself a coffee drinker. Oh, I've, I've noticed every time I make a cold brew. Yeah. I'm, it's gone. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> and I can drink, like, black coffee now. Like, yeah. I am a coffee drinker now. There you go. But I, I would never in a million years. There was one time where... Like I accidentally grabbed decaf at like a restaurant mm. and I was like, I was unreasonably upset about it. <laughs> I, I was like, I wasted half a cup in my body right. of decaf. Well, especially like I know back in the day you didn't like coffee. Right. So if you got decaf by mistake at that point, oh. I would understand why you'd be so upset. Yeah. That's like, let me get a shot of zero ABV <laughs> vodka, please. Yeah. You know, like why you're getting all the the, the the bad parts of it the bad flavors that you don't like right. with none of the benefits right. uh, the none of the results no no reward no, no reward nothing for nothing I just want to please just let me hurt yeah just make me hurt please let me work out without <laughs> losing any weight exactly. please thank you so yeah I mean I guess if you if you really really like the taste of coffee and you know you've got some kind of medical condition or maybe maybe you want coffee at night right but you need to sleep. You're just craving a cup, but yeah. you, you, you can't have the caffeine. I could see that. I could see that. But I, yeah. I mean, I think you really, really got to get to a point where like, like you are just obsessed with it, mm-hmm. you know? Because even I like it, but I'm still like, I'll drink it in the morning, maybe late afternoon. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's like coffee's done. Yeah. There is a, there's a clear cutoff. Yeah. It, it's different from my family because on Sundays, it's kind of tradition to have a cup of coffee after dinner. Mm. Um, Fucking <laughs> I know, hardcore. Uh, and it's like the espresso coffee usually. Yeah. So yeah, Jason's dad. Um, whenever he works with us, or, or there was one time we were working at his house, mm-hmm. and every morning he's like, you "Want some coffee? <laughs> you want some coffee?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like the fucking oh yeah espresso like like tar black. Yeah, not that bullshit you get mm. in like stores and shit. Like this is the real deal. Get that field. folders out of my face. Get that shit all the way out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Bustello. It's that it's that that real deal. Mm. 
that shit that like slows your blood down. Yeah. <laughs> your your blood momentarily becomes espresso. It's, it's just sludge moving through. Oh, yeah. And then once it hits, it's like, mm. ooh. You start, I start sweating a little uh-huh. bit. I'm like, <laughs> I'm ready to fuck the day in the ass. <laughs> and then I got to do a dookie. <laughs> mm. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like no ABV beer, right? right. Or lo- so that, low, low ABV. They, they beer. have so many of the. They have so many low ABV and no ABVs mm-hmm. up there, um, getting kind of popular. I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah, the non-alcoholic ones, mind you, are like 0.5 ABV because they have to have some sort of alcohol in them. I think. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just I I noticed that there were complete sections in stores of non-alcoholic beers, and I was yeah. like, that's that's really weird. Yeah. Because here you have like one or two. You see O'Doul's and you see like a non-alcoholic something else. Yeah. Uh, but they have, they'll have an entire little section of yeah. non-alcoholic, non-alcoholic beers. And I think it, it does probably have to do with the, you know, the, the culture of never drinking and driving at all. Probably. Because they're very, very strict about that. Everybody, everywhere should be, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's not something I'm complaining about at all. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, again, if you have the public transit that's available in a place like Glasgow or Edinburgh, it's like you really have no excuse. Yeah, you know, trains run until eleven. You can get an Uber if you want. Yeah, in most most places, get a taxi. You know, whatever. But you know, I mean, people who drink and drive aren't thinking straight, obviously. No. <laughs> but like the 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 decision. Well, they're drunk, Marco. Yeah, right. Well, really, mm-hmm. I well, I guess that means that, wow. What? That's what drinking and driving. Oh my god. But like, I mean, if you've ever been with somebody who is like, you go downtown with somebody. And, yeah. You know, you go mm. downtown on somebody. Ow. You know the conversation. It's like, okay, everybody's got to go home. One fine, person's like, fine. I'm, fine. I, I'm good, man. I don't want to. I don't want to leave my fucking car down here. It's gonna get towed. And I can't. I can't get. It, I can't have it get towed. Right. So I'm just gonna try, dude. I'm fucking bro. I'm, I'm the I'm, most sober. I am one of the best. I only had like two. Like I can drive drunk. I'll I'm not be even that fine. Drunk. Like, I, dude, I live right down the street. Mm. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. How many times have you heard that conversation? I heard that conversation a couple <laughs> days ago. Um, <laughs> so it 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 being it, it is a real problem. I think you know that that's one thing that there there definitely should be a crackdown on that. You just people should should mm-hmm. be doing it. You know. I mean, and you, you think like. The in America already the what what can happen to you if you get caught drinking and driving is bad. Yeah, it is bad. It's expensive. You can get fined tons of money if you do it multiple times. You can wind up in jail. If you, I mean, if you hurt anybody, forget yeah, about you it. You can lose your license for the rest of your life. Right. You, you get points. Uh, you you get your license suspended. Yeah. You have to go to uh, classes. That's a whole thing. You have to do community service a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much stuff you can lose your job for not being able to drive yeah. to your job you know tons of stuff your car gets impounded i think too all this stuff but still we live in a culture at least here i'm not sure about in you know bigger cities in new york city you know la whatever else if if, if there are other places that have better you know public transit maybe it's a little different a lot of people don't own cars yeah it's a little different but here at least in in central florida i found there's such a culture of just being okay with drinking and driving yeah and like it's just it's it's like a a known evil like yeah it'll be fine you yeah. know we'll just it's, it's fine yeah no yeah I, I agree with you and it's it's kind of annoying 
when you talk to people like there was once I'm not gonna name any names but there was once I was with some what does it rhyme with <laughs> it's it's way too easy <laughs> I said what it rhyme with you'd be like oh it's that person ah. but I was with some friends and you know one of them they were like fuck it let's go I'll drive mm-hmm. and I was like I don't know if you're okay mm-hmm. and they were basically just like Stop being a pussy. Right. <laughs> right. Be a little and, bitch. And uh, um, it was, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I wasn't sure how good this person was to drive. And so I just kind of, um, I just rolled with it. I just mm-hmm. rolled the dice on it. Yeah. Uh, biggest mistake of my life. Mm-hmm. It was one of the scariest car rides I've ever, <laughs> like no exaggeration. It, no, it probably was the scariest car ride I've ever been in. Because yeah. Yeah. anything scarier was an accident that happened. <laughs> I was going to say, an actual car accident. Right, and, and I didn't know it was going to be scary until it happened. Right. So this was something where I willingly got in the car with mm-hmm. this person, and um, it was, yes, it was the most frightening car ride I've ever been yeah. in. Yeah. And I, t- I, I told this person, like, look, you're still my friend, but I'm never getting in the car with you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I risked my life today mm-hmm. to get home when I could have just got an Uber or something. Right, right. I'm never driving with you yeah. again past it, it's, this time frame. See, it's, it's, it's always that hindsight. <clears throat> yeah. Always that hindsight. You know, yeah. hopefully you get home. If you do, you look back and you go, <sighs> shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's, you know, I... I just got lucky, honestly. Yeah. If like thinking back on it, I all I did was get lucky mm-hmm. because of the way that this person was driving and the condition that this person was in. It was like, no, no. If we died that night, we we deserved it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we, it very we did. it very easily could have happened. Yeah. Or you could have killed somebody else. Yeah. Right. And and whatever whatever f- befallen us, mm-hmm. it it would have been our fault. We right. would have deserved it. Right. Because we all should have been smarter. Mm-hmm. It's that that groupthink, yeah. that that drunken groupthink at the end of the night. Yep. That's why they say you got to plan how you're leaving before you get to the place. Yeah. yeah. You know. Easier said than done. Of course. No, I mean, it's super will, easy when you well, think well, about well, it. But. Well, no, no, no. I get what you're saying because when you're younger, especially, you're like, ah, fuck that. You know, we're gonna go out, we're gonna have a good time. I won't get that drunk. Right. And then you you walk out stumbling after you know ten shots. And then you get that drunk. Right. So, now I get it, but I don't know. We got to be smart. Something, something we can improve on from uh, having seen them do it better in Scotland, I will say. Yeah. We just got to be smarter. And we're, I mean, we're, you know, we're, when you're younger and you have some shit like that happen, it's like, okay, that's you back in your younger days. Right. But, like, you know, we're too old for that shit. <laughs> you, we're, we've aged out of that. Yeah, I feel. We're, too, we're too old for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely just needs to be a. Uh, Uber called or a right. DD. Like, yeah. We're just too old for that shit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> too old for that shit. Mm-hmm. But speaking of drinking, though. Yeah. Other than this podcast. <laughs> um, oh, the entire theme. Other than the theme of this podcast. So, um, a, a, a little a, a little known celebrity passed by these parts recently. Oh, little known celebrity, you L- say? Little known. Little known. So, you know, we... we uh, normally spend our time in Orlando, Florida, the great, the great uh, city, beautiful. Yes. But we reside just outside of Orlando mm-hmm. in a beautiful place called Oviedo, Florida. Oviedo. 
and it's one of the um, um, uh, the population is rising the highest. It's it's one of the fastest growing cities mm-hmm. in the world, or not in the world, in the nation, in the world, in the world, in the nation. It's one of the fastest growing cities. Yeah, um, it's suburb of Orlando. Yes, it sucks. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful place, but it's it's just it's too much now. It sucks. Well, we've we've seen it grow up from being a uh, little kind of a little country bumpkin town, yeah, up into becoming this this new uh, hot spot for families and uh, old yeah. people. Yeah, I mean it's 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 one of those places where you know people raise their kids here. Yeah, good schools. Mm-hmm. It's just like super fucking. Mm-hmm. Suburban, we're, and, and, and if not, we're right by the uh, the college. We're right by UCF. Right by UCF. So yeah, so it's know, one get, of those places. You, get, uh, you know, I, I said old people, but it's actually a pretty diverse group. It is. It um, is. But I'd say it's probably dominated by young parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like thirty yeah. somethings. Yes. Yeah. Raising their first kids. A lot of those. Yeah, young professionals. Um, yeah. yeah, there's lots of townhomes being built. Mm-hmm. So that crowd. A lot of apartments, townhomes. All that bullshit. Right. So, you know, as you can imagine, small town, not a lot of shit really goes down out here. Like, if you live in L.A. or if you live in New York, like, you walk by celebrities all the time. It's just like, that's part of life. Not in a place, even if you live in Orlando, you would see more celebrities. If you lived in downtown Downtown Orlando, Orlando, you'd see the ball players are out there all the time. And whoever comes here for, like, performances and stuff. Like, Disney, yeah, Disney Springs and all that shit. Mm -hmm. But not in Oviedo. No. You usually don't see... We're known for chickens and celery. That's right. <laughs> chickens and celery. Uh, not only did we get... I would say it was like a shooting star. It was like a meteorite fell here. Yeah. One of the biggest stars on the planet right now. Yeah. Not just like some... Like, it, like, like fucking Gary Busey didn't show up here. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like some guy who you're Y'all like... Y'all got cocaine? <laughs> it wasn't that. Ladies and gentlemen, Connor the Notorious McGregor yeah. blew through the city of Oviedo a couple <laughs> days ago. Are we a city? <laughs> I mean, technically. Okay. I mean, I'd say we were a town, I, I was going to say, yeah, we are a city. Technically, yeah. we are a city. Right. Uh, Maybe that's why he came. Yeah, I mean, I guess he, like, what? Oviedo. All right. <laughs> that was not, that was <laughs> wow. not Irish. All right. All right. All right, then. I say. Well, well, f- <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you, eh? So, Con- the notorious Conor McGregor, who is on this this whiskey tour, yeah. promoting his new Proper 12. His mm-hmm. Proper 12. Yeah. And, by the way, it's delicious. Uh, he's not sponsoring the podcast, although <laughs> I wish he would. Um, uh, get in contact, please. If you want to sponsor the podcast, Conor, Proper 12 is delicious. I'm not saying that just because... It's delicious. I haven't had it. I need. I need to try. You do. You actually. You do need it. We'll. We'll grab some. Okay. We'll grab some, Connor. We're gonna grab a whole bottle. <laughs> grab a whole bottle. Come on. We're gonna grab a whole bottle. I like that. Um, no, but it's it's it is actually pretty decent. Okay. Um, it's not. You know. It's 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 not like uh. It's not blow your socks off kind of whiskey. But it's like where it's, is it? Where is it? Uh, where is it play with like on, on a Jameson level? Let's say. I, I would say it's it's um. I mean, honestly, I'd, I'd probably drink it over Jameson. Okay. I probably would. It's smoother. Yeah. It's smoother. It doesn't have, like, the the same bite, but it's still, like, mm, 
yeah, that's whiskey. Mm. You know? Okay. Like, it's it's smooth. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you know, I'm not a whiskey connoisseur. So if there's, like, whiskey connoisseurs who are like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> like, my they, bad. They have to be Irish. They of have course. to be. <laughs> yeah. uh, my bad. But as far as my taste buds are concerned, mm. I thought it was pretty fucking well, good. I really want to try it then. Because I, I find Jameson really smooth. So if I think Jameson is smooth. Oh, then you'll, yeah, yeah. 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 This will be nothing to you. All It'll right. be nothing to you. Yeah. Okay. It's very good. Um, so yeah, Eddie, Eddie, uh, good friend hasn't mm-hmm. been on the podcast yet, but we might get him on here. Does he listen? He kind of listens. Okay. We're not going <laughs> to talk about him anymore. Um, Banned. So he bought it for UFC 229. Mm-hmm. So we drank the fuck out of it, right? Fook. We drank the fook out of it. And then, uh, and then that was that. We didn't think nothing of it. And then a couple days ago, fucking Conor McGregor shows up. Um, just like like I we said, we don't know why he just fell out of the sky. Yeah, he he uh, he apparently went to another restaurant before he came to Ale House. From my I've, I've researched yeah. on Twitter, people yeah. have been I, I've had to follow the comments thread basically yeah. on Everyone's Twitter. Everyone's trying to figure it out. Right, right. So it, it sounded like he he came into Sanford Airport from Dallas. Yes, and so people saw him in Sanford Airport. Then from there he went to a a, a kind of I think a, a, a more upper class restaurant. Yeah. in Orlando proper. And then from there, ended up somehow in Oviedo in, <laughs> in, in the Ale House. So yeah. I'm not sure why or how. I, th- I think he somebody mentioned that he was talking to his promoter yeah. for the whiskey. So maybe the promoter just happened to be in Orlando. Yeah. Or maybe he's stationed here for some reason. Well, one, uh, so I heard that everything you just said, mm-hmm. but on top of that, I heard that the reason he ended up at Ale House was because they have Proper 12 there. Oh, and it, and I guess other places don't have it yet. Okay, so that he wanted to go somewhere that had it. Oh, that's what I heard. That's what they're saying on Reddit. Okay, was that he? Everything you just said. I mean, that uh, checks out. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, maybe he's just literally on like a a promotional tour in every state or yeah. like in in certain pockets of the U.S. and just finds a, yeah, a place I mean, locally that has it. Um, Orlando is a big market. Uh, definitely for I mean obviously it's the biggest tourism market but also I mean if you're going to do something like that if you're going to be promoting a liquor mm. you would want it in every fucking bar you can get it into right of course yeah so wherever Disney's selling um, um, liquor uh, fucking Epcot Disney yeah. Springs um, you know uh, Universal all those places yeah. you want it in every one of those fucking bars you want it everywhere you can get it yeah and so it makes sense that Orlando, like, play, you know, people shouldn't discount the power of Orlando. Yeah. Well, and they, uh, we, I was going to say they, we get a lot of uh, UK tourism too. So yeah. maybe he's kind of banking on that and saying, like, okay, you know, if I have any, any people from, you know, over the pond or across the pond, yeah, come I over, mean, then if he knows his shit, then he knows, yeah, this is, this is, I mean, UK tourism. Um, those fucking Brazilians, they have like a direct flight here. <laughs> Whoa. Why they got to be fucking Brazilians, all right? <laughs> this Brazilian motherfucker. <laughs> They're nice people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know BJJ. It's like that um, that Bill Burr bit. Have you ever heard that bit? Bill Burr bit? That Bill Burr bit? No. There's this bit um, where he says like uh, uh, a black person and a white person can say the same thing. Mm-hmm. But if uh, uh, like a black person will say that, mo- that motherfucking... That no, he'll say this this Brazilian motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But if a white person says that fucking Brazilian, it's like whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa. relax. <laughs> and he's like, I said the same thing that he said. <laughs> I just preempted the fuck. 
<laughs> it's like it's, it's true. It's true though, because that's what I just said, yeah. and I meant no offense by it, but it fucking sounded it's super Brazilian racist, like those fucking Brazilians. Those fucking Brazil versus like that Brazilian motherfucker over there. Mm-hmm. Like it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's get back on track. All right. So yeah, he's probably out here touring the 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 liquor or whatnot, right? Yeah. Touring the liquor. Touring the liquor. Yeah. Ends up on or ends up at Miller Ale House in Oviedo. Right. Which uh, is near nothing. Nothing. Nothing but the but, highway. For the record. True. You and and us. And us. <laughs> We're it. like literally five minutes away. Right. Yeah. So, um, as soon as he gets there, like the rumors just start swirling. Everyone's talking about mm-hmm. it. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Connor? Yeah. No, get the fuck Nobody out of believed here. it. No one believed we it. We didn't believe it. My sister texted me and I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Then, then, then the picture started pouring through. Yep. It's like, holy shit. He's actually, it, he's actually here. Right. That's fucking crazy. I've been there. I've been on the same place. Where Weird. Where that foot. Right. Crazy. But it was like, 10 o'clock at night. I was already in my jam jams. In the jam jams. I was watching the Celtics. You know, yeah. we'd had a drink. I poured myself some tea. Yeah. It was It was like, we're fans. Right. We're fans of Connor. Yeah. But, I mean. He just lost. So, I mean, <laughs> does it really matter? Dude, we're trying to get a sponsor oh, here. Oh, shit. Sorry. He is, Connor, I can kick Adam off the podcast at any point, okay? I forgot Khabib doesn't drink. He Anytime, wouldn't listen to us. Yeah, exactly. God he doesn't give a shit about this podcast. Um, So, you know, we were like, ah. I mean, he it's right down the street, but it's like, okay, get up, put some clothes on, drive out there. Um, You know, he's probably already being mobbed. Yeah. By the time we heard about it, he'd been there for at least half an hour. Yeah. Even the pictures that were sent to me was like, oh, there's a huge group of people around him. So we were like, ah, fuck it. But I was like, you know what? Eddie Eddie would want to know about this. Mm -hmm. Eddie's a a super fan. He loves Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. I'm like, eh, let me shoot him a text. Let him know. Like, hey, you better get get the fucking (laughs) alehouse. Your boy's here. Yeah. Your boy's in town. And he was like, shut up. I'm like, I swear to God, sent the picture. I was like, dude, he's fucking here. You better fucking get there before uh, he bounces. Because mm-hmm. he leaves. He's never coming back to Oviedo, No, dude. never. Never. <laughs> we'll never see never. him again. No. Ever. No. So uh, Eddie, Eddie Eddie, jumped back in, into his car. He was already leaving Oviedo. He jumps back, does like 100 down the highway, <laughs> gets back in town. Dude, it is fucking pandemonium. He gets out there. He's got his bottle of liquor. Oh, I love this story. <laughs> so he gets his there, empty bottle of liquor. He brings his empty bottle of proper twelve, and he he wants to get it signed for his birthday. This is Eddie's birthday, mind you. Mm-hmm. He wants to get his bottle signed. So his sister's out there. She she was like, "Dude, you got to get here before he leaves. He's in this limo. He's about to bounce." Eddie pulls up, basically parks his car in front of the limo, like blocks him in, basically. <laughs> Jumps out of his car. Connor! Connor! <laughs> banging on the window. He finally opens, he, he rolls the window down. He sees Eddie's bottle and he's like, you know how I know this is a good bottle of whiskey? It's an empty bottle of whiskey. And the fucking crowd ah! goes nuts. <laughs> and then he takes the bottle and he's, and, 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 um, before he can say anything, Eddie's sister is like, Connor, it's Eddie's birthday. And he's like, you know, for bringing me an empty bottle of whiskey, I'm going to give you a free bottle of whiskey. Ah! And the crowd goes nuts again. <laughs> so he signs Eddie's empty bottle of proper 12. 
then gives him a brand new bottle of proper mm. 12. And if you want any proof of this, you can just sit your ass down and go on Conor McGregor's Instagram <laughs> because it's on there. Uh, the fucking guy with the long hair and the backwards cap screaming in <laughs> Conor's face is my disbelief. boy. In disbelief. It's my boy, Eddie. So it is, I mean, it's just incredible, man. It's, incredible. I, know, I love it. I love it. I, I told you this last night. It makes me happier that he got to meet him mm-hmm. and have this experience than it would have been for me right. or us to go meet him. Oh, yeah, no. You know? I, I agree, and, like, like you're his close friend. I know him through you. Right. But seeing that and knowing that story just it fills me with joy. Yeah, it's just, it's it's a, just a, it's a, it's a warm feel story. good story. Yeah, it's, it's so it's nice. Beautiful. I love, for oh, especially yeah. his birthday. Yeah. It all, like, stars aligned perfectly. It couldn't have been any better. It couldn't have been any couldn't better. Could have been any better. He made it just in the nick of time. He literally left as soon as he signed the box. Right. He was fucking out of there. That's I mean, it. Come on, man. That's beautiful. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, you know, hey. And, and you know, and for the record, like, he almost didn't go out there either. Like he, yeah. we were we were texting back and forth, and he was just like, ah, "Are you gonna go?" And I was like, "I'm probably not, man." To be honest with you, mm-hmm. like, and he was like, "Ah, fuck it, I'm gonna give it a shot. Let's yeah. see what happens." So he it's usually one of the best things happen, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you know, that's just the lesson here, ladies and gentlemen. Like, do some shit. Pull that trigger, <laughs> right? You know, some, just sometimes, do it. sometimes, uh, yeah, not every time, not, all the time. not when it's like an actual gun. <laughs> yeah, not, not an actual trigger, please. But you know, if you're you're hesitating on something, man. Fuck it. Something that could be good. Something that could be good. You know, high risk, high reward. Right. And and what do you have to lose? Think about think about that. Think about the that part of it. Like what do mm-hmm. you really have to lose? Yeah. You know? Don't let apprehension or laziness get in the way of something that could be awesome. Could yeah. be a lifelong story for you. Right. You know? Now he's got a priceless bottle of empty whiskey right. and a full bottle of whiskey that he'll probably never touch and he'll tell his grandkids about right. it. It'll be dusty on a shelf somewhere. But, but think about that though, man. Like if I were to if I were to be able to meet, you know, I won't say Ali. I mean that would be like I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to talk to Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I, I would melt. I'd be like, you're my hero. <laughs> like, I I wouldn't know I, I, I couldn't even when he when he passed I was so sad yeah like I couldn't even like all I could think about was I'll never be able to tell him how much he meant to right me. like I wanted that's I, how I felt about uh Anthony Bourdain yeah no yeah yeah I yeah. was like well god damn it yeah <laughs> like that that's over now yeah you'll never have that opportunity no. now it's meet fucked. him talk to him it's fucked right so yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to do but if we were in that situation where, you know, uh, Bourdain signed like a bottle of whiskey for you or a, a fucking Knife. Ali signed like a boxing glove or something yeah. for me. Like, yeah, I I would lose my shit. Yeah. And I, I, I would hold on to that thing for the rest of my life. And then my grandkids, I'd be like, you see, do you know who this is? And they'll be mm. like, fucking no. <laughs> and I'd be like, I'll fuck pu- off, granddad. I'll punch him in the face first. <laughs> with, the, with the glove. With the glove. <laughs> and then tell them who it was. And like this is this is the person who had a hand in shaping who I am, and the only reason you exist is because he gave me the balls to fucking <laughs> punch fuck you in the your face, grandma, <laughs> punch you right in your fucking face, <laughs> fuck your grandmother's mouth. <laughs> That's not how it works. That's not how. <laughs> no, the sperm goes down the throat okay. and into the into the egg. Right. I That's... didn't. I didn't listen in middle school. I'm sorry. No. Well, that. Well, that's. As far as I know, okay, that's how you do it. I I haven't even had P and the G. You oh just, wow! 
Just the mouth. Yeah. Just the mouth. Okay. It goes into the into the the esophagus. Yeah. The esophagus, down into the stomach, and then it makes its way to the egg. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And then they they throw up the baby. That's. I'm just saying. Um, read a fucking book. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You know, if you if you want to question anatomy. Yeah. And and reproduction things like that. Read a fucking book. I read Jurassic Park. Didn't help. Yeah. Well. Exactly. All you know about is dinosaurs. Yeah. Dinosaurs and video games. That's and Spielberg. All I, that's all I need. Yeah. Well. Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton. Mm-hmm. Good author. Good author. R.I.P. Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah. Um, really good. Feel good story. Love it. Glad that it was able to. That, glad that it happened to him. Right. Our world needs more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's. <sighs> it is a fucking bummer. Dark times. <clears throat> yeah, I can't even fucking can't even look at the news anymore. No, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm just it, so exhausted. It's such a bummer, man. <laughs> like I'm like like with the whole like Elizabeth Warren thing. Mm-hmm. You saw all this shit. Yeah, yeah, the DNA like, test. Yeah, they're that. like they're like fucking tearing into her now because she took the test and she's like. Well, they're tearing into her before when she claimed it. So like, yeah, her her making the claim. Let's not even get into it. No, no, whatever. No, let's not. It's a, very, it, it's a, it's very a new story issue, right now. Is all it's people like, know. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, I only bring it up because it's such a it's uh, I don't think that I think oh God, I should I shouldn't say that it's not newsworthy. It's not important. No, um, it's not. It's, but it's, even if even if it's something that we need to, you know, OK, yeah, she claimed something. She was wrong. Do we I mean, do we need to continue to like my Twitter because I follow some right-wing people just to kind of balance out. Yeah, of course. You should. Everybody should follow people of uh, a, a, an ideology that they don't agree with. Yeah. Because that's the only way you get new ideas and yeah. you expose yourself to, you know, uh, in opposition's thoughts, which is important. You can't live in a in a echo chamber all the time. Right. And I, I, that's all I've been seeing from them. Yeah. It's just jokes about her. It's like, okay. Right. You've all made the same joke. Yeah, we get it. Like, uh, yeah, she's not Indian. Oh, Pocahontas. She's, she's as Indian as you know. Insert you know clever play on something that's not the thing that they claim to be. Like, okay, we right. get it. Like, are yeah. we done here? Like, I'm not even taking her side because it is something stupid to claim. Right. Looking the way that she does, like, yeah, you, you knew no. you weren't fucking Indian. No. You knew you didn't have any Native American in you. Yeah. But I don't. I don't care. Right. What does it matter? Yeah, I feel like Saudi Arabia is more of a thing to talk yes, about. Yes, that is pretty <laughs> fucking important. And that journalist. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot more important things going yeah. on right now yeah. than fucking the lady who's one one twenty fourth or whatever the fuck she or is. Or even, even the Stormy Daniels stuff is, like, not important. No, none of that shit is. Like, it's gross that our president called somebody a horse face yeah. on Twitter. That's gross. That's yeah. not cool. But at the same time... Who fucking cares? Yeah. Who cares? Right. There's stuff happening. Yeah, and it's like honestly, at th- at this point, I I I say like yeah okay keep a running meter of all the times he acts like a jackass right and who and when he acts unpresidential and stuff fine keep that running meter but it doesn't matter at this point we don't really. need to focus on it yeah it's why a, are we why are we what are we, what are you gonna gain from criticizing his use of language on Twitter. He we, does it all the time. We know. Yeah. We get it. That's who we have right. as the president. The, the, the people who like him 
it like that about him. Right. The people who don't don't like that about him. Boom. Okay. Conversation. Let's over. move on. Right. Let's move on. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. Simple as that. Oh, he's acting unpresidential again. Oh. Oh. Is that is that even what? newsworthy? What? I mean, it's sad that it's that it's not newsworthy, but, but it's that's like the state of things. That's right. who he is. We so know he's we, that person. Can we stop? We now? knew he was that person when people voted for him. Right. That's <clears> it. That was and exactly and just like you said, his supporters like that about him. Right, that's why they you voted for talking, him. We're all speaking in an echo chamber right, right. now. He's because, rallying to his base. <clears throat> if you don't like that shit, guess what? The people you're talking to, either they're on your side, so you don't even need to tell them, right? Or they're on the other side and they're like, ah, fuck you. Right. That's it. <clears throat> yeah. So there's nothing productive coming from this conversation. Right. Right. So let's talk about something even more controversial. Yay! <laughs> Wait, get get me another beer. I need, oh, I need yes, more yes, beer yes. for this. Yes, sir. Please. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Please. <clears throat> Here you are. So. Thank you so much. All right. So, ladies and germs, children, men, women. Uh, where do we even start here? Well. Let's just say we're switching gears, but not switching beers. Do we have a theme song for that? No. Oh. I just I, I figured, you know, it has to do with cars. I know that's what we do for our uh, trailer trash, but <laughs> that's why that's why I was kind of confused with the honk. <laughs> what was that noise? <laughs> 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 we need, we'll get like a... Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, the Fast and the Furious ships. Yeah, just... <laughs> Um. So yes, in hip hop news, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, for for a couple weeks now, uh, the internet has been kind of going crazy about the rumored Vic Mensa diss at the Hip Hop Awards, the BT Hip Hop Awards. Hip hop. So apparently, he dissed the late Triple X Tentacion, mm-hmm. and uh. His his uh, his fan base was not happy about it. A lot of people actually weren't happy about it. People passed just Triple um, X's fan base. People, you know, some people were like, "You don't diss the dead and all this right. stuff, yada yada." Um, and then it came out that, oh no, X's mom was in attendance. And <laughs> right. She saw this, and that was pretty fucking fucked up, and all this stuff. But we hadn't seen the actual diss until the BET Awards. Uh, premiered a couple nights ago. Now, I'm not even going to get into the BET Awards themselves because it's it's a load of bullshit. Yeah. All of these award shows are horseshit. Like the, the AMA's Post Malone won Best Rap Album. Guys, Post Malone is not a rapper. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to fucking say this shit. But he has tattoos on his face. Oh. Jesus Christ. It's like they don't even listen to the fucking music. I thought you were going to say the podcast. <laughs> it's like We've said not it before. Listening to us. Guys, both of his albums are not rap albums. No. And then the Migos won Best Pop Rock Group. What's <laughs> happening? Where are we living? What universe is this? Do, do we? Uh, who would? Who are they in contention oh, with? Oh, I don't even fucking know. Let's find <laughs> out. Because I'd like to know, actually. Yeah. But yeah, the fucking... <laughs> it's all trap rappers. Post Malone. <laughs> Let's see. AMA nominations. 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 
American Music Awards. Let's look at it. Bing, bang, boom. Oh, actually, it's right there. Oh. Thank you, Google. Yeah, Google's knocking it out of the pack. Out of the pack. Okay. Artist of the Year. Taylor Swift won. T-Swizzle. I'm not even going to go through Artist of the Year. That's stupid. New Artist. Don't care. Pop, Rock, Male. Oops. So, okay. Let's see. Go back. Now, this this is a category that um, Post Malone should have won in, and he mm-hmm. did. He won Best Pop Rock Male, yeah, and he was sense. nominated against Drake and Ed Sheeran. That okay. one makes complete sense. Yeah. I respect that one. Pop Rock Female, Taylor Swift won, blah, blah, blah. Uh, not that, not that. Really? You're going to make me go through all of these to <laughs> get through? Duo or group for Pop Rock. The Migos were nominated against Maroon 5 <laughs> and Imagine Dragons. Uh-huh. And they beat them in the pop rock category. You know, out of those three, I'd pick Migos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Honestly. No, for the best pop rock group. I mean... It, they don't even belong in that category. I understand that, but rap, especially their specific type of rap has become so popular that is pop music i guess so you can if you if you squint your eyes a little bit (laughs) it's pop it is pop it's popular music that's all pop means all right let me give you 2018's best rap or hip-hop album there was three nominees beer bongs and bentley's okay which won Love is Rage 2 by Lil Uzi Vert. All right. And Drake's Scorpion album. Oh, the best. Which half of it is an R&B record. (laughs) So for the best rap album, we didn't get Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. We didn't get Pusha T. We didn't get Kanye. We got nothing from the Kanye. uh... We got nothing. No, that run we didn't that get had. Royce to five nine. I know Royce is is an underground, uh, you know, sort of underground. I get it. He wouldn't have gotten nominated, but Pusha T has been Pusha T has been uh, uh, out there. Right. He got a lot of. He got really good first weeks. Like that album is out there, and most people are putting it in their top five for albums of the year. Yeah. But no, they gave it to uh, <clears throat> Post Malone. Okay. Then Cardi B won for Best Rap Hip Hop Artist. She beat Post Malone and Drake. Again, he shouldn't have even been nominated. So, yeah. That's the American Music Awards. That just kind of gives you um, a glimpse into fucking uh, award shows in 2018. If that doesn't help you enough, let me give you one more. This There is an award for the Social Artist of the Year. <laughs> I saw. I was hoping you were going to read that one. <laughs> so if you don't, if you don't have a good idea as to where we are in 2018 with award shows, that right there, that that should tell you right there. BTS, the uh, the K-pop group that has taken the world by storm, absolutely, they won for the best social artists of the year. I don't even know what the fuck the cat like. What what are the stat? Like, how do you win that award? <laughs> They have the most followers, have the most engagement. I think that's what it is. They're probably going off like YouTube views. Probably. And if that's the case, then yeah, they would win by a landslide. For sure, yeah. BTS is all over the place. So much so that like, I've listened to some of their songs just because I'm like, we we watch their videos. Yeah. Yeah. 
I tried to listen to their latest album. Couldn't get through it. Although I will say that like there were some tracks on there that actually kind of they actually kind of knock. Like, you know, I I get it. I understand why they're so popular. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I see the talent. I see the appeal. Mm-hmm. So I understand. Yeah, I'm not discounting them um, as a group because they definitely. I get it. Uh, it it's still kind of strange to me that they are so popular over here. Yeah. Because well, they're uh, crossing over. <clears throat> they are, but it's just really weird because like um, like like when um um Psy, yeah, when he had his huge viral hit. That made sense, you know. It was catchy. Um, it was some of it was in English. Yeah, uh, it was super simple. It was funny. Like all of those things combined, and you know, it was like fucking the planets aligned for this mm-hmm. shit. That made sense. BTS for all their talent. I mean, we're still in America. You don't know what the fuck <laughs> they're <it>. saying. <laughs> like, and I know, you know, that sounds like super ignorant, but hear me out, okay? Um, you know. I could see why they would be popular, but the, like to be one of the most popular groups in, in on the charts right now. I mean, they're everywhere. They're huge. Yeah. They were on fucking Ellen. They performed on Fallon, I think. Like they were everywhere, yeah. dude. Um, that's just surprising to me. I'm not like discounting their success. It's just surprising. Well, that. it's because they're a cute boy group too. Like they are super cute. That's, that's for sure. That's I think that's part of the appeal. As whereas like Psy was like you know a, a thirty not year old a cute boy a thirty year old korean dude yeah you know like funny funny yeah no like he had a comedian yeah he had the 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 comic charm about him but <sighs> yeah, you know he's not is... he's not a boy band and i don't even know how many people are in bts there's so many it's like them. wu-tang clan yeah that wasn't a racial remark <laughs> by the way <laughs> <laughs> they all look alike oh god stop it <laughs> That's not a racial remark either. I looked at the, I like I said, I listened to their albums. I watched their videos. We watched their videos together. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell the difference. They're all <laughs> good-looking Korean guys. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. One's got blonde hair. One's got red hair. One's got black hair. Well, a couple of them have black hair. Uh-huh. They're talented. Let's stop talking about them <laughs> because we're going to keep digging a hole. And I... We... You're I, in that hole by yourself. Nah, dude. This is the One Baron Podcast. It's We're co-hosts. Got remember? no rope for you. Co-hosts. I got rope to hit, let you hang yourself with. <laughs> ah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Rolls with the days. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? All right, Archie. Ah, you were super racist on that one episode with the fucking Korean guys. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I like them, sort of. Anyway. I have back. Korean friends. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Let's... To get back on track here, the the BT Hip Hop Awards. I know, as you know, two guys who listen to a lot of hip hop, and you know, I'm I'm a guy who does reviews for hip hop uh-huh. music. You would think just that we, music in general, Marco. Well, yeah, de- You've definitely. Expanded. Definitely, we are on the Don't rise. Don't discount here. yourself. We, we are we are aggressively expanding. Right. But before that, has been pretty much hip hop records. But it's yes. Yeah, so don't get used to that shit. It's expanding. Right. But we are, I think, you know, we're, we're people who talk about the state of the culture. Yeah. But we didn't watch that fucking show. Oh, of course not. And I don't know about you, but I watched it the first year, and I was like, got my fill. <laughs> Done with this. Not for me. Yeah, this is this is garbage. Yeah. And uh, the only thing that, the only good thing that comes out of the BT Hip Hop Awards is usually the cypher. Mm-hmm. 
And that's... But you can watch that after the fact exactly. by itself mm-hmm. on YouTube. That's right. And that's what I usually do. Right. And it's gotten to the point now where I only watch it if somebody tells me like, yo, Roy spit some shit. You mm-hmm. got to fucking watch yeah. that shit. It's the only time I watch it now. I'm not well, going to sit Why waste through. your time? Yeah. Why it. waste your time? It's, it's just not exciting to me. But this is something that is kind of exciting to me because somebody uh, took a high profile stance against a person who has been posthumously beloved right for the most part by well, the hip hop community and and he we're talking about triple x obviously mm-hmm. but he had he had a little bit of a i wouldn't even say a little bit he had a substantial following yes yes definitely before his death and i feel like a very not small necessarily but a very um specific and committed group like fan base yeah vocal right very vocal fan base very committed like you said um very very devoted yeah you see them on all the you know all the youtube videos yeah putting in their comments defending him because obviously he's had a troubled past Mm -hmm. that we all know about and that's that's led to a lot of criticism some some would say you know deserved criticism uh, but now that's all that's all sort of uh, tainted with the fact that he's he's been murdered. Yeah. So that that instantly makes people kind of push that aside and try to look for the best of him as a, as a human. Yeah. And as a you know, just as a talent that that was uh, gunned down yeah. far too young. Well, yeah, I mean, it, we say that he had a troubled past, but, you know, the kid was what, 22, 23 yeah, like he was super young, it's very so young. For him to have a troubled past mm-hmm. and to be that young, like in my opinion, it's like it's hard. It's hard to say, you know, who he was, who he used to be, right? Because there was no fucking was. I mean, he was <laughs> right. a fuck, He was a kid. He wasn't forty. He was a kid. Yeah, exactly. So. It wasn't twenty years ago. It was like three years ago. Right. Right. It was like it. You know, he definitely made some mistakes, and I am vehemently against everything that he was accused of and you know i'm not defending him in mm-hmm. any way shape or form well he was accused of uh what was it um uh, uh, domestic violence domestic violence he said he beat right. the shit out of his pregnant girlfriend yeah so if if those things are true like he's not getting any support from me right but um two things are true objectively he did make decent music. Mm-hmm. He had some songs that I'm like, okay, I can see it. Yeah. I can see the potential here. Yeah. And, you know, we don't know what happened to him. We don't know what happened. We don't know the truth of the matter. But he did get gunned down far too soon for him to have been afforded the opportunity to make amends for those things. Right. And that's, that's I think, the first thing that we said after that happened yes. on the podcast yeah. Yeah, was that... Did. The the biggest tragedy of this entire thing is that, you know, he's obviously, a, you know, a, a troubled character within mm-hmm. the hip hop scene. But, you know, he had potential and he was never able to see that potential. I'm not even talking about, you know, musically, just as a human. Yeah. You know, he wasn't able to grow and mature and like you're saying, make amends and. You know, maybe maybe have a, a, a positive impact on on the youth mm-hmm. as he grows older, and is maybe maybe able to, maybe able to keep people off of the path that he went through. Yeah, 
you know, because uh, at the t- at around the same time of his death, he was all about positivity. Yeah, it seemed like his his entire outlook was about you know being positive and and you know trying trying to be sort of a a helping voice to people that are troubled right. and depressed. And that's all his music was about, and you know trying to help people out essentially yeah that was his whole image at that point right so you know if he stayed on that trajectory who knows what could have happened right you know, he could have made the same mistake twice or could have yeah. been you know super popular and super positive uh force um but we'll never know right and i'm speaking as somebody who's not a fan <laughs> right i'm just saying the potential of of a human period right whether i like his music or not so um at this point um He's been dead for a little while now. <laughs> a few months. And <clears throat> Vic Mensa, Chicago rapper, Kanye West affiliate, Jay-Z affiliate, he goes on to the BT Hip Hop Awards. He's in their cypher, and he throws some shots at the boy. Throws some shots at the kid. And again, like I said, I mean, his... his excuse me, Triple X is... Um, Mother was in the crowd, and um, what she said he didn't know. He didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. And this was it was pre-recorded, and so I mean there was a lot of things that kind of go into it. I think it was even recorded before he died. I don't know. I, I didn't hear that. But. No, no, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. Either way, either way. Uh, I mean he throws he he throws some pretty decent lines. I mean I'll I'll just say for the record. I mean I thought it was dope. Like the lines that he said. He said one line where he's like, um, uh, fuck. I'll just pull it back up. Well, no, actually now that you now that you mention it, the lines specifically reference him getting shot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, it had yeah. to be so after his death. Knew. He yeah. definitely knew. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. He said he says uh. Only time you bear arms is in a wife beater, loser. Your favorite rapper is a domestic abuser, which, again, dope line. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> say what you will, but that's a dope line. Muted. Oh. Uh, and then he says, uh, we all know you won't live that long. I don't respect niggas posthumously. Homicide ain't new to me. Catch up with academics at your eulogy. Again, mm. <laughs> that's a fucking ferocious line. Yeah. Like, I like that shit especially catching up with it because you know academics was a fucking triple x dick dick rider right, right and for him like the imagery of like you know crashing his fucking funeral beating the shit out of uh academics at, at as he's delivering a eulogy huge, like yeah that's dope that's a dope line i'm sorry that's yeah. dope but very dark people don't like that shit well and and here's why it's because triple x is not here to defend himself right so it's 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 like, I mean, pardon the pun, but like being a dead horse. Right. Like, we know, we know the issues with Triple X. We know that he is a flawed, or was a flawed human. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, even speaking as somebody who, again, is not was not a fan of his, uh, yeah, those are good lines, but... I don't know. It just it, it feels a little dirty that mm-hmm. you're you're talking about somebody that again can't defend themselves. Yeah. You know, can't can't speak their side of the story, can't uh, come back in any way. Cuz yeah. you know, hip hop's all about the competition, so it's like you're you you're you're in competition. You're you are um 
you know, putting bars against somebody who's not going to respond. So yeah. it just it, it it's obviously one sided, but it also just feels kind of unfair. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um, but I also think like, you know, it 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 begs the question, like in in a game like hip hop and the way that people handle things, like, what's fair? You know? Yeah. Who defines what fair is? Yeah. I'll say it's up to the artist. Yeah. Up to the individual artist. And I guess the audience too. And I guess the consensus. But see, I think think that a lot of that runs deeper than hip hop. People say things like you got to respect the dead and you don't speak ill of somebody who's passed and things like that. And that's um, mostly from a religious standpoint. Yeah. Because most people who are in the hip hop culture, I'm not speaking for everybody, but I'm saying like a vast majority. I'd say if you took a, a, a poll, I'd say 70 to 80% of people who participate in hip hop are religious. Yeah. Probably most of them are Christians mm-hmm. uh, because that's just, you know, uh, uh, African Americans are usually raised. Um, Christian. Yeah. Uh, a lot of us are from the South, Southern mm-hmm. Christians, yeah. Baptists. Baptists. Yeah. So it's like it's a very religious and hip hop is very religious anyway. Yeah. There's a huge, huge slant towards uh, uh, religion. Jesus. Right. There's all this. There's all kinds of oh, imagery. The rapper. And, I mean, he's basically a, 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 a Christian, rapper. A Christian yeah. rapper. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge slant towards religion. Right. So it's no surprise. Which also leads to the homophobia. Yes, very interesting point. So, there's that <laughs> problem right there. I think that that's a problem in the black community as a whole. Yeah. Uh, but definitely because, you know, hip hop is black culture. Right. And that's why you get that. But yes. And so I think, you know, speaking ill of the dead is something that is a holdover from people's religious beliefs. Right. Because like, you know, if let's say we were all atheists. Mm-hmm. And didn't give a shit about. Right. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah. You're you're in the ground. Then what does what difference does it make right. that he can't that he's dead? The only thing that I would rebuttal that with is that even if you are a an atheist and you think that there's nothing after you die, you're just you know you're dead. You're gone. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's more of the the memory left of that person, the legacy of that person. Yeah. So if you're tarnishing that legacy of somebody who's already dead, it's up to the people who you know are supporters of that person to defend them yeah and to make sure that their legacy isn't tarnished for all time because you know say you die and you know somebody posthumously calls you an asshole yeah and says that guy was an asshole he was always an asshole yeah. i know him as an asshole a bunch of strangers are going to know you as an asshole because that one person called you an asshole true unless the people who knew you while you were alive that knew you not as an asshole but as like great person come to your defense and say no he wasn't an asshole True. You know, so I think that's that is some of it, too, as opposed to just the religious aspect of like, you know, respect the dead. Uh I think it's also that, too, of like he's not here to defend his honor. Right. So therefore, it's up to his fans. It's up to his family to come to his defense and say, you know, like, why are you doing this, Vic Mensa? He can't. He he can't come to his own defense. So we're going to come against you now. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I could see that. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. And I mean, I guess if if uh, if he was here, excuse me, people would people would still come to his defense. 
but they wouldn't have to because he would be a, he would be here to defend himself. Right. But I mean, if let's I mean, if you say something publicly and enough people believe it, it's going to tarnish your legacy whether you defend yourself or not. Yeah. Uh, let's case in point. Hannibal Burris goes out there and, you know, honestly, let's just be straight up about it. Mm. Fucking destroyed the career of Bill Cosby. Yeah. He opened that door and and destroyed his legacy. But that was almost Russian roulette because he he didn't say anything that people weren't already saying about Bill Cosby. That's true. He it, it just it happened to be lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. It happened to be the perfect time that that caught on. Yeah. You all, know? all of that was public information, but he did it as the wave of the Me Too movement was starting. Like it, yeah, was, it was, it was, it was, it was before the, even the crest. Right, right, right. He was at it the was, start it was of on it. the rise. He it actually, was like a year before. Yeah, you know what? You're absolutely right. It, it like, it was lightning in a bottle. It was like, it was like, the, the timing couldn't have been more perfect no. for him to to say something. No, because yeah, he said that there was a there was a momentum like here. Right, and he said it, and it was like oh, and then it just fucking it grew and grew like, and grew. It was like a straight line grew. up. Right, like yeah. More, more allegations came out, and it turns out every dude's a dickhead. <laughs> every dude. Sorry, dick. everybody. <laughs> so yeah, to my point, uh, even if you are around, I mean, if you say something that enough people believe, um, you know, that could still tarnish your legacy, regardless. And with Triple X, you know, this was something that people were already like, oh, "Fuck that guy, he's a fucking abuser." Right. You know, there was already a very vocal. Uh, a group of people who are like, I don't, we don't, we don't fuck with people like that. Right. So, you know, I guess uh, we all kind of just, we all just kind of run in circles in this. I mean, the, the, the bottom line is, is it, or is it not okay to do something like this when the guy's not there to defend himself? Like, let's take his mother out of it because he didn't know his mom was going to be in attendance. Right. Like, obviously, that's super fucked up. Right. He apologized for that, too. Yeah, and, and, but he, he apologized for that, but he did not back down from his statements about right. Triple right. X. And I'll give him credit for that. Yeah. yeah. Whether he's, he's you standing like Vince by or not. It. Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, also for the record, all these people who are like, Vic who? Vic who? That's on y'all for being ignorant because Vic Mensa's <laughs> album is dope. Yeah. So. He's been around for a while, too. Oh, yeah. He's been. I'm, I think a lot of people were just. They were shitting on him because he's he has a lot of high profile cosigns mm-hmm. and he hasn't done anything with them. Yeah, like Jay was on him. Jay gave him the battery in his back. Uh, Kanye had him at the fuck had SNL a year and mm-hmm. a half ago. Like he's had some high profile um, cosigns yeah. and doesn't turn it into yeah, anything. Yeah, he's pretty much squandered them. So I give I'll give you that. He definitely hasn't done anything with with his opportunities. Yeah. But don't tell me. That the autobiography of Vic Mensa is not a good album. Mm-hmm. It is, and yep. I'm not going to debate you about it. Well, did you did you speak to the people who call him a hypocrite? No, I haven't. No, no, okay. not really. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had those discussions. <laughs> but okay, so yeah, no, no, no. But that's a good point that you raise because a lot of people have have come at him not for anything but the fact that he is a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. So he has gone on record in saying that he. Um, fought his his one of his exes and that he he got to a point where he strangled her mm-hmm. apparently he said all of this on the breakfast club so you don't have to quote us just go listen to that episode right. public record mm-hmm. shared and, it with the world and so uh, yeah that that was a monkey wrench into the discussion right because 
maybe Vic is saying all of the right things, but he may not be the right person to be saying right. all of these things. Okay. Now, I want to go back to your question because you asked it already. Is it okay for somebody to do that right. to somebody who, who's passed? Uh, the posthumous diss record. Or posthumous? Posthumous. 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 Yeah. So, some say just posthumous. 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 After the nigga dead, can you talk shit about it? <laughs> I think, you know, I think that you can. But I think that you have to also realize that you you have to... You have to do it for a reason. You can't just be talking shit about somebody. Yeah. You know, I feel like you need, like, you know, uh, domestic abuse is, is a big enough uh, issue that I feel is it's, it's valid to bring that up as something that you're going to stand against even if the person who is accused of it has passed away. Like, yeah, that's fine. Right. I, I agree with you on that. I think that's something worth standing up against. But... I don't know. I mean, past a certain point, it just feels like you're you're picking at an easy target. Yeah. And you have to you have to realize that there are people around that are gonna defend that person because people are complex. <laughs> yeah. Is all I have to say is like people can do terrible things and good things in their life. Yeah. The you know a a person is not a character in a movie mm. where this is the villain, this is the hero. I think everybody's filled with moments in their lives where they're they're one or the other. At, at the end of the day, you hope that you're more hero than you are villain, but you know we're 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 full of moments that I'm sure we all regret. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't punched my girlfriend, <laughs> but you know, like I I, I feel like we all have <laughs> things within our lives that. Somebody could point out after we're dead and go, this guy was a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> Check this out. Yeah. You know? So. We're not perfect. People. We're not perfect people. We're all flawed people. I think that's important to keep in mind. But if you are bringing up Triple X's issues in the past to bring awareness to, you know, the, the issue of domestic violence, then I say I'm all for it. But if yeah. you're just doing it to, to pick on an easy subject, I, you know, I just don't think that's right. Yeah. Really? I mean, in, in hip hop, kind of everything, anything goes, but I just think, I don't know. It, I'd be more impressed if he was going against somebody that could actually defend themselves. And I'm sure there are other troubled figures in the hip hop community that he could have gone for other yeah. than triple X, but triple X is such a, you know, a recent, uh, headliner that right. he's looking for attention. And went for him for that specific reason. Yeah, and and if he was, um, if like he said, if like you said, if this was something that was part of like a larger thing that he was doing, like he was taking a, a moral stance against domestic violence, and like he was campaigning, and and like mm-hmm. this was like a soapbox he was standing on, right? And it was like part of his character or whatever to be this person who's against all of this stuff. Then yeah, I mean, I guess you know. There's a point to it. Um, I think I think in the realm of hip hop, like as far as I'm concerned, I I would like it better if if they were just lines he tossed out there, mm-hmm. just because for me, like I I, get, I hear what you're saying. It, it you know if there's a larger context, a larger point, 
then it makes it worth it. If right. you're just fucking saying shit just because it's an easy target, then it's like, why are you wasting your time? Like it's, right. it's that's that's not. But it's my line of thinking is, if he's doing neither and he's just like, you know, they asked him, hey, you're gonna be on the cipher, and he's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna just fucking, I'm gonna go after. I'm just gonna say shit. I'm right. gonna just be. But like if 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 it was to him an afterthought, and mm-hmm. he was just like, eh, fuck it. Then that shit to me is kind of dope because I like when guys are just like I'm gonna just throw shit out there and if somebody has something to say like I don't give a fuck right I just well said that it. that's like retro Eminem right you yes know, like yes old exactly. Eminem just saying the most outlandish just saying thing. whatever and if people are like I can't believe you said that he's like well I can't believe I said it either <laughs> <laughs> right. but I said it like I don't give right. a fuck I like I like that kind of shit I yeah. like that energy of yeah. like you know fuck it let's see yeah. what happens so if that's the case but that doesn't seem like the case no, by the doesn't. way that he's handled it it doesn't yeah. And so that's what makes me go like, all right, well then, why did you do it? What's the point? Right, right. Which, you know, mind you, because you're like, he's, uh, like we, like we discovered, like he's kind of a fucking hypocrite. So like, if, what if, the fuck? If he would have come out and said like, listen, I know I have my own troubled past, but this is why I'm rallying so hard against it is because I realize the error of my ways, and now I'm a like, a true supporter of anti-domestic violence causes, yeah. and you know whatever i'm donating to whatever uh, like that would that would make it seem that would put him i think in the, the sort of the ethical good side of things yeah as opposed to just these these triple x fans are looking at him it's like you're an asshole yeah. what why why are you picking on this guy well you know and for the record you would think that he would be the first person to come to his defense and yeah. say people can change look at me right i changed yeah and that so would make him, sense. Yeah. So for him to like take the opposite route is kind of like, yeah, but what are you gaining from this? Now, I don't know. I mean, I mean, he, attention. He, that's that's all it is, really. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But I was going to say like uh, him, him and his domestic violence case. Like, I don't know what's come of that. I don't know the facts on that. Let's let's see if there's any facts on that. I'm going to look it up real quick. <clears throat> but like, you know, it's just him saying all this stuff. I mean, if it's true that. He is. It's a let's say domestic violence. Uh, it's just a bunch of stuff about him against. <laughs> um, looks like uh, Charlemagne gave him donkey of the day. <laughs> he called out for previously assaulting ex girlfriend. Here we go. Ah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I mean, pretty much... He's a weird-looking dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, it, so this is him on The Breakfast Club, I guess, admitting to what he did. Think we can play this? That's fair use. Yeah, that's fine. You have to hit it on the screen. A lot of infidelity. You young! Wait, we just talked about holding yourself accountable. Because <laughs> I, I had a girlfriend for a long time. You know what I mean? Um, had a girlfriend for a long time. And the situation just, it just went far. You know what I'm saying? And it passed a point of normality to the point where it was happening in my life with my girl. That it's like, I know I'm the 1% of people that 
has experienced this specific extremity. Um, well, what, did you have sex with a lot of girls at festivals? No, no, no. I'm what? talking about between me and her, how, how far doing. Yeah, I mean, I was just... He like, choked her out in the song. But that's that's the beginning of the story. Okay. That, that, that's, that's, yeah, but... That's uh, when you realize this is I going... Yeah, I mean, that's when I realized it. Wow. But that was like maybe two years or something before we broke up. So in my album, I deal with like a lot more of just like some crazy... A lot of people would never that. admit something like that. Exactly. That's what I ain't gonna front. That's what makes me like you as a rapper, cause you're that honest. Cause I'm like, I had to. I googled it. I was like, did that, did that ever come out that he beat up a girl or choked a girl? You. Okay. Well, <clears throat> um, I don't know. Uh, shit. When you put it like that, <laughs> I mean, he did. He definitely did it. It was very it, rambling and incoherent. Yeah, too. exactly. It was kind of like it went really far. Yeah, uh, it was like he was being like super vague about it, which kind of makes me think like, yeah, he definitely fucking did yeah, it. I definitely um, did. That's why so, being sketchy about it. So yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, he is somebody who you know they obviously it's it's like the age old saying like you don't throw stones in a glass house. Right. Like you have your shit. You are in no position to talk shit about anybody else's shit, mm-hmm. you shithead. Well, unless you're making a point of it. Unless you're saying, like, you know, I've I've been there, and I realize how terrible this is, and the fact that this person isn't, um, I, I, I guess, isn't uh, apologetic about it. Yeah. Makes them a bad person. Yeah, but that kind of, that kind of comes off as... Petty? <laughs> not just petty, but... Um, like patronizing and kind preachy. of preachy preachy yeah. yeah to to say like i have um uh oh, shit. i've been there but now i'm better than you yeah yeah what's what's that word when you when you i've repented i've right. repented from my sins so why haven't you right right i was right. like go fuck yourself how about that's why yeah you know that that would piss me off if i yeah. was a, if i was x or if i was a triple x fan i'd be like oh fuck you man right that you you holier um, than thou somebody said something uh like I'm not a religious person, but they they said something that resonated with me. It's uh you 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 can't you can't tell somebody how to sin, yeah, or how not to sin. Mm-hmm. They're just gonna make their mistakes. Right. Who the fuck are you to step in and be like, well, that's not how you should be right. doing it. Yeah. I mean, you know? <laughs> even if you're a religious person, like you're not you're not God. Right. You're not supposed to make those Stop judgments. Trying to be God. You're not supposed to make those judgments. No. So, um, you, you but do. we judge people every day. Absolutely, so that's what we're gonna. Not do. supposed to, but well, we're gonna. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's like, I think, I think we can agree on the conclusion that we've come to is this is something that probably needs to be said and dealt. With. Jesus Christ, he's just Bo just losing hair as he's touching him. <laughs> Um, this is this is an issue that definitely should not be swept under the rug. And you know, I don't care how much you love Triple X. If he did what he's accused of doing, you cannot ignore it. But Vic Mensa is the wrong person to be delivering yeah, this no, message. It's not the right vehicle for this. Yeah, give me a guy who like you know has been on that side of good. <laughs> Give I mean, me a at, guy at who that side. loves his wife. You know, somebody like, I don't somebody who's been representing for women for his whole career. Somebody like, uh, I don't know, Aziz Ansari. This has been the <laughs> okay. One Baron Podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Uh, although he is coming to town, dude. He is, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see him. <laughs> 
I'm it's sorry. The end of our podcast. I'm sorry. Okay. I am too. We've I talked about like it. Aziz. We've talked about it, Aziz. We've yeah. talked about that entire situation. Yeah. Let's not go into it. <sighs> Let's go into what we thought of these beers. Okay. So this was from the Brew Dog Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam brought it back from the beautiful Scotland. Scotland. It's the Elvis Juice, a grapefruit infused American IPA. What you think, brother? I love it. I love this beer. Yeah. Uh, when I was over there, I, I was at this um, this pub. It's, it's kind of like a chain pub. It's it's nothing special, um, but it's it's one that's like at the uh, the train station in Glasgow. Uh-huh. Um, so they have it like right right outside. And uh, I saw out of all the taps they had, I saw it was a, one of their two brew dog uh, beers. The other one was the Punk IPA, which I. Th- think i brought back for us last time we definitely brought back glasses and coasters i don't know if you actually brought back the beer itself i don't think maybe i didn't um but the the punk ipa is one of their mainline beers it's i think it's about 5.4 percent it's pretty good ipa but light for us yeah so i saw that this had a higher abv and i said gotta try it especially because they call it american style yeah so I said, <laughs> sir. Yeah, yeah. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Let me see about that. <laughs> Seeing as I am American. Right. And the the fact that it's a grapefruit infused IPA, we've talked on this podcast plenty of times about. <laughs> ad nauseum. Ad nauseum even. Uh, that the mix of a citrus and a an IPA's bitterness works out. Mm-hmm. So all that said, gave it a shot. Gave it a try. It was delicious. And I still think it's delicious, even in a can. So I will give it one more sip. It's a five for me. Five. Four. Um, I, uh, I completely agree with you, man. Um, from a pure taste standpoint this beer is delicious mm-hmm. it's uh it's it's one of those things that like it it just um it's malty and bitter at the same time yeah it just works it works on every level that you want it to work on yeah you know it it, it, it like i think keeping the abv down is probably a better choice mm-hmm. because you don't get that that alcohol taste you try to go too high with it which is funny because this is their strongest right now right um so yeah, I mean, I give it a five. Also, awesome. it's like it's 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 delicious. Yeah, like I I I'll, I could run through these. Mm-hmm. They're really really good, really refreshing. Yeah, yeah, very good stuff. So awesome, unanimous five across the board for the brew dog Elvis Juice. This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupo, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. I guess. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere that podcasts are listened to. And always, always, always drink delicious beer and have a beautiful evening. Oh. Watch out now. Who was, who was my Elvis? I did an impression of Elvis, but it was sounded like somebody else. It was Obama. <laughs> I did it on the podcast. I was like... Just I was doing a bad Obama apparently. You guys were like, "Fucking, that's Elvis." Elvis. (laughs) Thank you. That's what it was. That's what it was. was, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. (laughs) But it wasn't supposed to sound like that.
You're supposed to be like, I'm not gonna do it. Fuck you. <laughs> you out. can't do it. I'm out. That's right. Thank you.